news agents and abcmagazines.com.au. Now, you may have forgotten about this, but while you were distracted by the pandemic, um, July 1, so that's not far away, WA's Voluntary Assisted Dying Scheme will officially begin. So it did get voted through the Parliament back in 2019, but it couldn't start right away because there was a, a phasing-in period, uh, time basically to put in all the checks and balances that are needed for, for what is a pretty serious piece of legislation. That process is almost finished. Medical practitioners can now sign up for the compulsory training they will need to have done before they can take part. And this weekend at Kings Park, the Health Department is hosting a conference for doctors and nurses to get them comfortable with how the scheme will work. Dr Peter Lunger will be one of the guest speakers. He's a geriatrician in Victoria, which was, of course, the first state to make voluntary assisted dying legal in 2017. So what can we learn from him? Well, let's ask him. Uh, Dr Peter Lunger, thanks for your time. Good morning. Good morning. You have had voluntary assisted dying in Victoria for, I think, almost two years now. How would you assess how the legislation has worked? Uh, yeah, thanks for asking. So uh, there was a, a learning period, definitely, and, and early on, uh, but we've become much more experienced um, with uh, processes and, and how to do these assessments uh, and how to carefully you know, provide this um, to the patients who are eligible. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to coming out to, to Perth tomorrow and, uh, and providing some of those, those pearls of wisdom, hopefully, uh, and helping to make that as smooth a process as, as possible. And I'm, I'm emphasised to say that you know, things didn't go badly, it's just that um, we, we learned how to do things better and better as, uh, as the process went through. Can you tell us what it's like uh, when you have a patient and you have that conversation about voluntary assisted dying? I mean, have you had patients that have gone down that path? Yeah, so I've done quite a few assessments uh, in my position as a, as a geriatrician. I'm, I'm often getting a, a second referral for a, a patient who has perhaps made a request of their treating doctors, but um, that doctor doesn't feel for, for whatever reason that they can take that up. So um, I've taken up that, that request and, and I've done quite a lot of assessments in that situation. Now look, these are all patients who are terminally ill. They know that they're going to die and, and um, often fairly soon. Uh, and they are all experiencing intolerable suffering, you know, suffering that they feel can't be adequately relieved by any other way than voluntary assisted dying. That's what it says in the, in the Victorian Act, and I'm not intimately familiar with the WA Act, but, but I think it's fairly similar. Um, nevertheless, meeting these patients, you see, do see a breadth of, um, uh, of uh, you know, reactions to that situation. There's sadness is, is universal. Some people are very sad. Um, and some people, by the time I meet them, have, have come to accept that uh, this is close to the end of their life. Um, but what I guess is in common about all these people is that these are very self-possessed people. They're very clear on, uh, on their intent and, and what they want. Uh, and we're able to work through those things and, um, uh, and, uh, and to help them towards their goal. And I understand in your system the patient has to raise it. That's correct, yes. Yeah. So in the Victorian legislation, no registered um, healthcare practitioner, uh, so nurses, doctors, and anybody who's got a healthcare registration cannot raise it um, with the patient in any way at all. I'm speaking with Dr Peter Lunger this morning. He is a geriatrician in Victoria. In WA, a doctor or nurse practitioner can raise the topic of VAD with a person if at the same time they also inform the person of their palliative care and treatment options and the likely outcomes of that care and treatment. So slightly different here in Western Australia. 
Yeah. So, uh, and uh, honestly, I think that's uh, that's a good and appropriate move. And, and I, the people who who choose to take this up, uh, they're very self-possessed people. Uh, and you know, when you meet them, there's they from, come from all different kinds of backgrounds and all sorts of walks of life. Because what they have in common is is their terminal illness, um, and that they are the kind of people who've always taken control of their own lives, and they've been uh, very clear about it. Um, so, you know, generally, that. Um, that Victorian legislation about not raising it um, with the patient is not a, an obstruction you know, to those patients. Uh, and certainly I don't, I don't think it's made any difference uh, and uh, I don't think the difference in WA legislation is, is going to make any significant difference to this. The process has so many safeguards and checks and balances um, that you know, some people raise a concern about um, uh, about people being coerced. That's well, right. Yeah. Heaps of safeguards through that process, multiple assessments spread out over time uh, by practitioners who who, uh, who assess all of those things, uh, and it's it's just really I can't see it at all being possible. So have you come across have you come across anything like that, Dr. Peter Lunger, where someone no. has been coerced or they feel no. they've got pressure on them from family for whatever reason? The only pressure that um, patients get from their family is that they would prefer that they not proceed with VAD, and, and that's extremely common, in fact, almost universal. Um, so that's really the only, only pressure on coercion. It's, it's, it's in the negative, and it's the person who has really uh, has decided on this and um, is you know, listening to that information and taking that in, but, uh, but continues to proceed down that path, usually with the support in, in, of their um, family, but, but certainly not the even encouragement. Part of the reason um, this conference is on in Perth is to get doctors and nurses more comfortable with the scheme. Uh, but is the bigger issue going to be getting the public um, and that information and any of their concerns allayed? Is that is, and how important is that in the lead up to July when our scheme comes into effect? So, look, uh, I'm not a not a pollster, but uh, as I understand it, around Australia, support for voluntary assisted dying has has always been very high, and, and clearly in the in the majority uh, for a long time, it's been great to see parliamentarians um, catch up with that. Um, so, I think there is uh, there's general public support for this, and as people become more familiar, as they have in in Victoria, and some of those more wild concerns that have been fanned by um, by opponents of VAD. Uh, are concerned by people seeing that it's actually a very small proportion of people who, who are suitable and there are a lot of safeguards uh, around this. It's, it's just not something which is prone to abuse at all. Um, I think they'll be much more comfortable about it. I think it's just a, a, it's a process of, um, of watching and finding out uh, what happens. And, and what percentage of doctors ha- have trained to be able to use this legislation? How, how's... Do you have any figures on how many doctors have, have gone down uh, sure. you know, the training? In, uh, um, in Victoria, um, I think there are, I don't know the precise number, That's you know, some of these things are kept, uh, kept private, but I, I think it's uh, approaching 1,000, um, and as I understand it, that's out of about 20,000 or, or more doctors. Don't quote me on that. Um, so it is a minority of doctors who've, who've completed the, the training. I think that probably speaks a bit more to the arduousness and of the chain, training and the and uh, and it's quite extensive and quite careful and uh, understanding that and rightly so, uh, but it is a, a smaller minority of doctors who've done that.
We'll leave it there. I appreciate your time and, and those insights. It's really interesting because uh, we can learn from it and uh, people are going to learn from you uh, when you come to Perth over the weekend. Thanks for your time. Thank you. That's Dr. Peter Lunger there, a geriatrician in Victoria. Uh, do you know what? What we're going to do in June, uh, we're going to have a 